the show begin. Damn, y'all feel it? Oh. This is the Finesse Media Podcast, Season 3. Check it out. The number one show focusing on HBCU news. Hey. With guests, entertainment, Ladies and, and surprise co-hosts. Put them in an awkward situation. Now, here is your host, Ken Finesse Media. Welcome back. Another episode of Finesse Media Podcast, Season 3, and Happy New Year. Um, joining us on this episode uh, is a great panel of folks, uh, a great panel of queens, as you already know. So we're going to kick this thing off with the first episode of 2021 with the HBCU Queens, the UAPB edition, my queen from the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. I reached out and I said, ladies, I would love to have you on to talk about what you've been doing and let people know how everything that you're doing has continued to impact your community as it did at the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff back in 2004, back in 2005, back in 2007, back in 2008, and still rocking it with the current administration, our alumni queen. Let me tell y'all, on this episode, we have six queens joining us from the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, and also joining me on my co-host special edition, my soror, Zeta Phi Beta, Beta Beta chapter of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. They just celebrated 100 years, so we're tapping into 101. Make some noise for the deaf poet, the smart, intelligent queen, my soror again, Katilia Jackson. Avail yourself, queen. How you doing? It's good to see you. Happy New Year to you, darling. Happy New Year. Man, Queen, look, I'm I'm calming myself down because I'm gonna be turned up in about ten seconds. Okay, <laughs> Listen. I am ready. I am ready. How you been though? How you been? You know, it is it's a blessing in every lesson, honey, and I am so happy that uh, we have made it through another year and we are kicking off another year. Uh, I am better than blessed, and I hope that everybody that's listening, I hope you and your family have been really well too. No, we're blessed, Queen, and, and again, we're out of 2020, so it's a yes. blessing to be <laughs> still in the land of the living. Uh, we can't wait. We got Founders Day coming up. You already know. Uh, in three days, shout out to the Blue and White uh, Five Bit Sigma. We'll be uh, turning another tassel celebrating uh, our centennial. And again, I said it right there, man. Happy um, belated centennial, centennial again, as y'all now mark. 101 years coming up. One years of, of, of finer womanhood. I am so excited. I'm so happy to celebrate it with my with my brothers in blue. That is what this is all about. That is what it's all about. Man, listen, so again, Queen, thank you for joining this um, episode and kicking it off um, this year with our queens that we have on from our university. Uh, it's, it's dope, right? Queens that we rock with. So, I mean, the university has over 80-plus queens, but to have on this episode to join us, you know, tonight, queens that we rock with, our classmates, our peers, man. Right. Right. You know, Miss UAPB um, is the hostess of the university, right? She she greets the people. She she gives the tour. She's uh, – I grew up in Palm Bluff, so I'll tell anybody that Miss UAPB, the golden girl, girl, women like that, those are who we saw in junior high, high school. Like they are so <laughs> beautiful, and they are so elegant. They are so 
put together and, and things like that. So to be able to uh, speak to these women that, like you said, they were people that we that we kicked it with, we partied with, women that we saw at their best. I'm I'm so happy to bring these to bring these interviews forward. So so happy. Well, let's do it. Let's do it. So we're then joining yeah. us first, uh, oh. and, and you you see their faces already. And believe me, you uh, this is no filter. You'll see once they unveil that these ladies still looking good. This is no 2003 photo. This is current. These ladies looking good. So y'all see it already. But the first unveil queen, and I'll tell you just before I introduce this queen in ten seconds, man. This was the first queen when. I I entered the university in 2003, uh, and I said to her offline, she knocked at the door and said, hey, my name is Tiny Johnson, and I'm running from this University of Arkansas of High Blood. Would you vote for me? And I'm like, heck yeah, like absolutely, because also she was in the band as the head captain of the Golden Girls. So make some noise for uh, my queen joining this podcast for the first time. Miss University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, 2004-2005, the 78th crown queen, Tiny Johnson queen. What's up, baby? Hello, hello. How are you? It's so good to be here. Can you all hear me? You can hear me. Good. Okay, awesome, awesome. I'm 75th, though. 75th? Did I say something? Did I say 76th? I think it's 78. <laughs> oh, not 78. You're the 75th. The first Yeah. Part. It's all good, though. It's all good. I am just happy to be here. So thank you Man, for inviting you. me and having me. I can I can see you. Um, definitely. You ask, can we hear you? And can we see you? Absolutely. You're still rocking the crown from 2004. From 2004. When I put it on, it was kind of like, ooh. I hadn't, you know, I've not put it on since about that time. So it just felt... It felt magical. I was like, oh, my God, I remember. Okay. So, yeah, it's happy to be here with my crown on. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, joining us is a host of your peers, so I can't wait to jump into the conversation um, to talk to more of your queens. And this next queen that's coming up, man, let me tell you, this queen, uh, when I first met her, she was like, I'm from Charlotte, Mississippi. And I was like, yo, this energy that she has, Kitty, she was just full with it with it. And, and from Charlotte, Mississippi, I had never heard of that place. You hear Jackson, but from Charlotte, Mississippi, our queen uh, really ran the race in a, in a most progressive way. I want to say I think she ran against you, Tiny. Evelyn? Yeah, Evelyn Henry. <laughs> We're going to save that for the top. We're going to save it for the chat. <laughs> I'm just saying. But joining for the first time on the podcast, my queen, the 2005-2006 Miss University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, crowned the 76th queen. Welcome to the podcast again, Miss Evelyn Henry. We got those clouds. Look <laughs> at Evelyn, yo. Listen, <laughs> Evelyn is still blinged out. Evelyn, make sure you're coming off mute. And how you been? Ken, I'm doing awesome. Um, no room to complain. I'm so excited to uh, join you and the ladies um, tonight. I'm I'm always repping UAPB just like I do Shaw, Mississippi, uh, constantly trying to recruit it and let people know about the black experience. Um, um, being Miss UAPB was the best thing um, I ever decided to do. I'm so glad that, you know, God put that fight in me to keep going. Um, so many things uh, open up. And um, I can live to tell about it and encourage other girls, go for it, fight for it. 
That's what's up, Evelyn. And you're still uh, glammed out over there. Yeah, yeah my, my crown, this missing in action. I had it last month when we was uh, raising money for HBCU, and it's it's just been walked away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know, Evelyn, your sister is into fashion. I remember a couple of years ago, or maybe a decade, it seems like now, where you was hitting me up and saying your sister was in all these magazines. She's too a fashion uh, anista, correct? That lady is one of a kind. You all think um. <laughs> she, she makes me sit. She makes me get deep in a corner. Um, <laughs> she has her own TV network. She's a retired news director uh, for okay. Channel Six. She's the first Black news director in the state of Mississippi, and they call her the Oprah of the South. She's like, she's big mm-hmm. in the TV industry. Uh, she's been White House recognized, and her her bio. You talking about our bio? <laughs> that's a book. <laughs> Uh, so she's doing awesome things, and I'm Definitely. glad to be back home to help her uh, mm-hmm. reach her goals and different things like that. Um, she's on a whole nother level, and I'm That's glad to up. ride the clouds with her. Show Mississippi. Them folks in Mississippi, y'all be clowning. And then yeah. our, our next queen, uh, Kitty, I'll let you go ahead and bring in our next queen. So our next queen that we're going to bring in is um, none other than uh, Miss Cynthia Pally. Miss Cynthia, uh, uh, at this time, uh, CC, uh, we affectionately know her as CC. So <laughs> if, I, if I if I step out a line, I have to call her at what I call my sister. Uh, CC served as Miss UAPB uh, from 2007 2008. She was the 78th uh, woman to have this crown and to be this host. So we want to welcome Miss CC to the show. Let's get some snaps. Going, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, what's hello, up, hello. CC? What's up, CC? What's going on? Another ageless beauty. What the <laughs> hell you over there doing? Um, drinking blood? Um, it's the children. <laughs> <laughs> no, CC. So I know you are still doing your thing, uh, but you're in Atlanta. Uh, mm-hmm. Taking over Atlanta, you 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 did so well at Arkansas. <laughs> Them folks were left with dust. But how is it in Atlanta? I know we got to get to the next queen, but how are you in Atlanta? Oh, I love it. Atlanta has been good to me. Um, as far as my art, my passion, my children, it's been nothing but good to me. Um, we've, we're we past the infatuation phase in the relationship. You know, people move to Atlanta and think it's just, you know, um, but it's beautiful. It's been beautiful. That's what's up. That's what's up. And our next queen is another member of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated, uh, a sorority that I c- couldn't meet on campus, but damn it, man, she was finessing the game seriously, uh, so much so that every magazine uh, had all in every page, and I couldn't wait to talk to her about that because that was huge. You know, it's one thing to be Miss University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, the 89th Miss University, Arkansas at Pine Bluff, but to also be recognized by legendary classic magazine, Ebony, and to also win that competition. So I'm happy to introduce and welcome to the podcast the first time, Marcel again from the Beta Beta chapter of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. Snap your fingers, show some love for the 89th Miss University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff 2018-2019, Angelica Perkins. Hi, guys. What's up, Queen? I'm good, I'm good. Happy to see all these beautiful faces, to see the legacy that I'm so happy to be a part of. 
legacy, as we mentioned, with Ebony Magazine. We're going to talk put a peg right there because that was legacy, and that was huge. So, again, Queen, welcome, and your crown is sitting to the right or left of you beautifully. Thank you. <laughs> Y'all out with these crowns, girl. No, no. I was going to recap everybody's crown because I'm like, yo, this crown game is crazy. Um, Tiny stepped right in and just blinged out the screen asking, can we see her? She was low-key asking, do we see the the crown? But, I, yeah, I'm going to recap all that because it's crazy. So, and then now we have the next queen coming. And, Kitty, I'll let you introduce our next queen. You know, I am happy to introduce this queen. Uh, we were actually, before the show started, we were talking about me and this queen grew up playing together side by side on the west side of Palm Bluff. I am so happy to introduce a Palm Bluff native, uh, Dr. Tamara Pace Glover, <laughs> who was the 79th Miss University of Arkansas at Palm Bluff. So let's get some snaps and hand claps as she comes on with her crown. <laughs> Hello, 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 beautiful people. Hello, Ken. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here today. Oh, Kitty, it's so good to see you. It's been such a very long time. Happy New Year, Queens. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Pam, you sitting over there with this big crown in a box. Is that the box you keep your crown in that you're sitting in? <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know, you know, um actually uh my crown sits in glass. <laughs> well of course. It wouldn't be any other way, doctor. <laughs> Tam, thank you so much for joining the podcast, sis, and we have so much to talk about. Um your journey. As as Kitty mentioned, doing these pageants, man, you didn't stop. I mean, it seems like the Pine Bluff situation and, and being Miss UAPB during that time was just your ground, you know, work. Like after that, it you was. were all over the place. Just like turning your hand, just everywhere you go. I'm listening to that <laughs> like, yo, she's Miss America. She's it, just fine. It definitely, afforded, it definitely afforded me the opportunity to compete locally, state at the state level and at the national level. So I'm looking forward to diving deep into the conversation and sharing all of my experiences with you all tonight. That's what's up. Well, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. Last but not least, it's only right to bring in who's currently the Miss University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff alumni uh, queen. And that person is certainly someone who I recently met and I said offline, yo, it was just perfect. Like meeting someone with this much um, tenacity and work ethic. And I told the girl, I can listen to a speak all day. People enjoy, you know, the podcast, but this is somebody who can clearly do this all day, but with so much smart and wit and joining the podcast for the first time, snap your fingers again for Miss Ashia Muhammad, the current 2019, 2020 Miss alumni. What's up ladies? Hello. 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 How's everybody doing? Happy new year. So glad to see you all. Oh man, listen, Ashia, it's a pleasure to have you on. It's a pleasure to hear you speak for the next hour about whatever. I don't even care what you're talking about. I'm already excited and uh, what you're going to share and what our listeners are going to get, uh, you know, out of it. So let's talk about it real quick. I didn't recap, and I, I'm so sorry I mentioned Zeta Phi Betas and all that, but let me tell y'all, these other queens, I just should have did it okay, all this way. <laughs> Make some noise. All the way from the Alpha chapter from Howard University, they were founded in 1908. All of the other queens from Tamara, uh, Tamara Pace, Evelyn Henry, Ashia Muhammad, and also Tiny Johnson, 
They are all members of the oh-so-pretty <laughs> ladies of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Show some love for these ladies. They're bleeding pink and green. They're yeah. president of Let Kamala Harris, Soror, will be yeah. next week <laughs> yeah. or in the next two weeks. How you ladies feel about that? I don't care which AKA take this question. It's amazing. It's really, it's truly amazing, groundbreaking. I mean, what Kamala is doing as a, you know, going to be the first vice president. It's, oh man, I love it. I'm super excited. Super excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited too because I, you know, since I've been out of college, I've been in the political arena here in my community, and it's always tedious, you know, for you know women and especially black women. So <clears throat> to watch. Uh, somebody of this status, you know, and we share the same sisterhood. It, it was definitely magical, and it's something that you know, um, I you know, will have my you know my godchild that I have custody of. We will we will be front and center because I want her to feel it. This is this is some great things um, about to come forward. Mhm. No, absolutely. I I mean, when this lady won, I go, okay, here goes lay AK, ladies of AKA marking off another first. But what an amazing experience. I mean, not only is she a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha, but that feels good to be um, looking at a black woman from an HBCU. I mean, that's crazy. And so even if you did vote for Kamala Harris or you disagree with her policy, uh, you have to be excited about the history, the history that that was made. So jumping right into the history that was made, I'll take it in. And with Tiny Johnson, with my first question, being elected Miss University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff in 2004, what was that experience like for you? I mean, it was a dream come true. I mean, I'm from Pine Bluff. So, uh, you know, growing up, going to the homecoming parade, I mean, going to the football games, and you see this strong, beautiful woman. I mean, she just, you know, as a child, she looks like a princess or something, you know, just like, wow. And so when I was given the opportunity to do it and people voted for me, it was a dream come true. It was just a dream come true. Matter of fact, my coordination was a wish, a dream, a reality. That was the name of it. And so uh, I fought for this crown. But to God be the glory, I got it. Mm. So amazing. Mm-hmm. And let me just say, it, you know, to anybody watching, I still want to say thank you because uh, thank you for voting for me. Thank you for supporting me. Uh, you know, people that were there, you, you know some of the different things and people still supported me. And uh, I think I think I believe we had a great year. I know I had a I had a ball. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you again, still, because it's like a life changing opportunity. <clears throat> and CC, being from where where I'm from in the Midwest in Illinois, and for me not really knowing much about HBCUs, I had no idea kind of what that was like and what that path was like. But I remember CC and I just kind of you know, chilling out in, in, in Piney Woods with corn and just kind of learning about this whole situation we call college. But then you look up and you become the queen, you know, in 2007. How was that for you? How was your experience of being Miss Unit Crown, the Miss University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff? Um, heavy is the head that wears the crown. Oh. Um, and that, that's ultimately uh, the best way to describe my experience. I ran on a whim. Um, I wasn't a pageant kind of person. Um, I wasn't the most polished. Um, I was just a regular person who had an idea one day sitting on Kitty's couch. Like, I should run for Miss UAPV. Yeah, you should. Let's do it. Um, so for me to say, it was more so an example of God's favor um, on me. 
because I'm, I'm not sure that I, I won by two votes, you know what I mean? With no, no budget, no um, real plan as far as uh, what I was doing um, going in that direction. So. No, definitely. So when you are becoming Miss University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, and you're also a part of organizations um, that also kind of weighs extra on you. And so when you say that, you know, heavy is the one that wears the crown, that's, you know, certainly one of those things that you probably will experience being in a sorority and then also, you know, running uh, to be Miss University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. So Angelica, that's you, member of Zeta Phi Beta, and also running for, you know, Miss UAPB. And then also, I believe at the time, you also had the president of the Student Government Association, uh, a Zeta. Yeah. You know, Zeta's now, so that's, again, that pressure from the sorority and then also from oh, yeah. outside people of those that was opposed against your views. So how was your journey and your experience being Miss University of Arkansas at Pine Bar? You know, I can really relate to Cece. Um, even though I had done a pageant, I did Miss Black and Gold my sophomore year, but prior to that, I was not a pageant girl. Like, I didn't even know if I was going to win Miss Black and Gold because I was like, I'm not wearing a wig. I'm wearing twists. <laughs> And then when I ran for Miss UAPB, I was like, I'm not straightening my hair. I'm wearing the afro. And I, I got a lot of flack from that. But in the end, I think um, there was a, a big group of people who resonated with that. Like, I think I did fight in some ways to keep my authenticity. And maybe at times it cost me something. <laughs> but in the end, um, it was an experience I, I wouldn't trade for the world. I'm still benefiting from the lessons I learned to this day. And Kitty, I think you had a follow-up question. No, I was just, I was just listening and and taking that in. It's, it's, um, to hear these experiences and just in these little, these simple snippets of, of what they're saying. It's, it's, um, um, I'm just soaking it in. I'm just soaking in what everybody's saying. Um, she mentions authenticity and not losing it and keeping that. And I think that's something that a lot of you. Um, have in common, and that's something that a lot of your legacy stands. Um, I'd, I'd love to hear uh, Evelyn. Like, I'd love to hear about your experiences. You know, tell tell us. You know, same question. Everybody to everybody else to you. Uh, tell us about that experience of Miss UACB. Um, it was it was definitely magical for me. I you know I was you know very familiar with pageants. Uh-huh. Coming from high school and elementary school, I just always been stage friendly. Never been afraid to stand before people. I was always that one fat girl <laughs> in the midst of a lot of skinny girls uh, competing. Um, so I was just I was just built that way, you know, coming from a, a you know large size family as well too. So they just brought me up to hey, uh, you know, stand for you know uh, what you believe in, fight for what you want. And so coming to UAPB, you all, I was so active in school. I, I, I came in mind saying, I'm not going to do nothing. I'm just going to go to class. I'm going to come back in my room. I'm not going to do anything. And lo and behold, second semester of my freshman year, I was starting black asses. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, the, the Miss UAPB, like I said, it, it was totally magical for me. And I, I felt like it was a, a, a mission, you know, that, that I had to do for our generation. Uh, I've met and I talk with so many females in the dorms, being from the Delta, you know, from the Mississippi hospitality, I'm always catching a conversation. And I felt I've met so many hurt females and they admired me and I didn't know and I didn't understand why. I'm like, you bad. 
you know, why you why you feeling like this? So I felt like I, you know, I just had a mission to reach females to say, hey, you know, we're beautiful women. You know, embrace your figure, em- embrace your style. You know, and so me being Miss UAPB gave me that that platform and that you know that avenue to reach those you know types of female. Um, you know, just from a, you know a different perspective. It just you know not that you know cute, pretty, pretty. You know, and all that, you know, and I was, you know, a, tro- a totally country girl, you know, approachable, wanted to be approachable, you know, where you felt comfortable. Uh, I-, I wanted that perception for my, you know, my tenure. And I wanted to be accessible to alumni community or whatever. Uh, I-, I want us to be, I wanted that title to be not just, they just getting a, a, a tire, you know, they just getting clothes and a ride. No, we have a mission, you know. So, you know, I was all about changing the game. Everything I heard, Tiny, <clears throat> in the past, like, it's all the queens always late. You know, they always, <laughs> they had a lot, you know, and it's the staff people. You know, they do this, you know, and they won't do this and whatever. I I, I, I soak it in and I tried to change it. Okay, I'm going to make it right. You know, so uh, it was it was magic for me. And I had a support team. that They were some bulldogs. And we was all <laughs> on the same accord. So it was it was magical for me. That is that look as 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 one of the fat girls on campus, <laughs> you know. And when they said you know black essence, and when it was said you know it was founded by this person, and the first time I saw you, I was like, wait, wait, oh we can do oh we can step into this too. So okay. honey, I will say you you definitely changed some lives while you were on campus. You definitely. If you you say you had a mission and you definitely hit it, and that leads us into my other my my other Palm Bluff native, who I know has been on a mission forever and ever, Doctor Doctor Glover. I just can't get over it, Doctor Glover. I'm sorry. I just can't <laughs> right. Get over that. But uh, I would love for you to you know tell us about your experiences as Miss UAPB. I'd love to hear about it. Well, I will first say I was in for a rude awakening when I first um, when I first went to the yard. I started at UAPB. I was in the band, so I danced for a couple of years. And hey, shout out, band, shout out to the band! Shout out to the band. And I remember seeing her thinking like, "Oh my God, she is a whole celebrity," you know. And so I never thought about being Miss UAPB. It wasn't until one day my uncle, he was like, my uncle Dennis, he said, "You should run for Miss UAPB," and I was like, "Really? I don't know." Then I started thinking about it, and you know, I was non Greek when I ran, and so because I was running against other beautiful, intelligent ladies who are in, you know, sororities, and I was the underdog. And, you know, I built a team that was so magnificent. And I think that's the biggest thing is being a people's person. And I ran on, my platform was be bold, be beautiful, be you. Um, No matter what you accomplish in life, my whole mission and my thing is to still stay true to who you are as an individual. And I believe the student body saw that in me. And so that's one of the reasons why they elected me Miss UHV. And I knew I was going to win. I felt it in my heart. Because when I was sitting, I was so stressed during campaign week. During the last week, we was in, I was in a runoff. Cece said she won by two votes. Well, we had a runoff during the time that I was campaigning. 
and things were so stressful, and some people were being mean to me, very mean, but the basketball team, I never forget it, I was sitting in the cab, the basketball team, they came up, tapped me on my shoulders, and said, Tamara Pace, we stand with you, we are voting for you, and I'm telling you, they shook my hand one by one, and I had to reflect, and was like, oh my God, like it's the whole basketball team saying that they support me, I just started crying and everything, and so anyways, long story short, I'm so thankful. I'm like you, Tiny. I still say thank you to all of the students who elected me to 79th Miss University of Arkansas Pine Bluff because it was an honor. It was a privilege. It was a blessing. And it opened up so many different doors for me to be a role model and for me to just grow as an individually, as an individual. So I'm just so grateful for the entire experience. And I didn't stop there. I continuously competed in the pageantry world. As a matter of fact, my last title was 2018. I was Mrs. Arkansas United States and got to compete at the Mrs. United States pageant, so which is the married division for women. So even when you get married, you can still compete in pageants. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> oh, that's super dope. Uh, that is, is right. Who would have known? Who would have known? Um, I would love because last, certainly not least. It is so good to hear these stories of us as we're growing up and taking this crown. But, Mr. Shia, you got your crown as an adult. Like, you grow, grow. <laughs> you know? I, tell me about this experience as Miss Alumni. Cause that, that sounds like a different beast altogether. It is. Yeah, I'll take it um, before she even answered that. Miss Alumni, um, title comes with fundraising. So it has all to do with how much money you raise for the alumni chapter. So each chapter has the ability to uh, nominate somebody they want to run on their behalf. And so I was nominated by the Pulaski County Alumni Chapter to be their contestant for Miss Alumni. And it was different, you know, as a student, I remember being at the alumni assemblies and, you know, thinking it would be cool one day to do something like that. But I never really saw myself as a fundraiser or a philanthropist. So I was just like, okay, that's cool. So when I got the opportunity to do it, I was like, okay. And I still really didn't think of myself as a fundraiser, but I like events. I like to go places and have a good time, and I like to bring people with me. So my fundraising mode was to have different types of events. You know, a lot of times we had these spaghetti dinners, and that'd be the biggest thing that we do when we raise the money. And I'm like, we can really do something different. So I think that's kind of, you know, what I did differently in my quest to become this alumni, the way I went about raising money. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, that's a really good segue because that's my follow-up to you ladies. Um, being, you know, Miss UAPB, as it comes with a heavy low, what did you do different, you know, during your campaign that you thought that kind of made uh, a connection with the university? I can say what it was for each of you, but I'd love to hear kind of what was your thought and kind of angle going into uh, being Miss UAPB. And I'm going to ask you, Tam, to take the first one. Did you say Tam? Yeah. Dr. Okay, Glover, I'm, I'm sorry. Dr. Glover, please forgive please me. Please call me Tam. Please call me Tam. <laughs> Still the same. Still the same. No, um, well, I will say this. I believe it was the first year with uh, Queen Johnson. They had the Little Miss UAPB pageant. Well, I followed in her footsteps, and I had the um, Little Miss UAPB pageant. My overall goal was to be a presence in the community. You're the official ambassador for the university, but I still, because I'm a proud native of Pine Bluff, Arkansas, and I know how influential the university is for our community. I wanted to have a strong presence in the community, and so I did the Little Miss UAPB pageant, and when I tell you I raised 
so much money. Queen Johnson them did really good her year, but being able to mimic what they done that year, I mean her year, and come back and have a, a stronger presence and raise more money. I raised so much money. It was unbelievable. But I'm I'm told that going down in the history that I spent more money than any other queen in terms <laughs> of coronation. My coronation was elaborate. It was the first year that we actually changed from black a black and gold stage to a um, to a white and gold stage. My theme was a heavenly touch of golden elegance. And I vowed that once I won to make sure I give God the glory, the honor, and the, the he just, I mean, he did it. And so I just wanted to make sure that we had a strong presence in the Palm Bluff community and was able to do that. I spent a lot of money, but I also raised a lot of money as well. <laughs> Tony, what did you do different? I know you knocked at my door. And uh, that was it for me. You didn't have to do anything else but that. But what did you do different doing your campaign that scored you uh, Miss UAPB? So the, during the campaign, wow. I mean, you just took me back, really, uh, what, 15, 14, 15, 16 years. <laughs> but anyway, I would do my I would set up nothing. <laughs> I hope I can remember. But the biggest thing was I wanted to involve as many people as possible. And every I wanted to, like, make sure that everything we did, it was like a party. So, you know, everybody had these T-shirts. Some people wore crowns. I mean, I just tried to do my best to get as many people involved and feel and make them know that, hey, if I'm going to be your queen, your representative, like you're part of this process as well. It don't just start when I win or at that point, like if I win, like this is, we're going to go out here. We're going to represent. We're going to have fun put on this t-shirt let's go door to door every i think i had like a a plan every day and i just executed that plan you know with as many members of the student body as i could so we had a good time evelyn all right y'all ready (laughs) (laughs) so listen evelyn i know I know what you're doing. Nice. Evelyn has so much fun <laughs> on her campaign. Uh, I, I I ran with the EC campaign and Evelyn campaign of, of this whole panel, and I will tell you, both was a ride. But Evelyn was uh, was a crazy ride because you had everybody with you because you was among the student government association already, so you kind of right. had a tie in. Right. But you had a well. You, well, you know, um, you know, Tiny didn't mention, but you know, we ran against each other on the first go round. And so <laughs> so when I came back uh that you know that second go round, I had a whole new strategy. It was like a whole new ball game. I I literally sat down and penciled out how you know how each day should roll out, you know. Uh I did look at a lot of the things that Tiny did in her previous uh campaign and she did. She had everybody. And I'm like, Evelyn, you, you, you already do that. You just need to connect them with what you're doing now. You are, you're already talking to the basketball team. You support mm-hmm. the football. Team. You know, you, you know, you, you're supporting everybody. You're not Greek, you know, or whatever the you know case may be. But you're, you know, you're cool with a lot of. So I had to just make those connections, and then I had to kick up that creativity, you know. And then I had to make sure that you know, it's, it's I don't know if this is the same ritual. But we had this thing where if you got your sign on the Harold Complex first, (laughs) (laughs) so I bagged my PT Cruiser (laughs) at 11.59 (laughs) that day so Renita Murphy could climb on top of my car (laughs) 
and hang that uh-huh. it, was, it was just rituals that I just have heard from Pine Bluff natives about people. I, I just, you know, I just started doing research. I, uh, like you said, I was already on SGA staff, right? So that year, uh, SGA went to Miami for a leadership conference. And so I met Miss, she was Miss HBCU. And she was already the queen of that particular college. I said, what did you do? I was trying to search for different avenues, different, you know, ideas. And she said, and I was, I was just waiting on some big, some dramatic, some just go kill the game, nobody in Pine Bluff sink. She said, uh, run for Miss Black and Gold pageant. I said, Miss Black and Gold? She said, do the Miss Black and Gold pageant. And ladies and gentlemen, you know, I, I came back to Pine Bluff. Did my research on you know the Miss Black and Gold page. I'm familiar with pages, but I ain't never did no swimsuit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm three X all day long every day. I said so. What I started doing, I started dieting. I started you know I just I said I'm going out there with the swimsuit, but I need to look presentable, tight. I started researching you know what type of suit that would you know please my figure that you know wouldn't show so much. And I just started you know dissecting it. I I let them know that I was going to do it, and I did it. And y'all, I didn't win. Uh, CC was in the pageant with me, you know. I didn't, win, but when I say it, it created so much exposure for me, you know. They was like, I can see her, I can see that. So I put a view uh, in front of people, like, yeah, she ready, she ready. So, but my campaign, we, we like, I, like Tanya said, you got to be crunk, baby. I mean, <laughs> you, you got to be live at five, six, ten, baby, all day long. You got everywhere ready. something is going on. You got to be there. Be there. Tennis game. <laughs> Golf. Football. You made me remember, like, when you got the, you know, you had to be approved to run. And right. so when they said, let's say, if the date was the 15th that you could start campaigning, yeah. you wanted everybody to wake up and see your, mm-hmm. you know, campaign yes. items, and, you know, whatever you could. And the person, yes. you know, however you could display it was a parade, right? Yes. Uh, signs. I mean, it was it was a real thing. But I don't know what it is like in today, but back in the day, it was a thing. It's yes. different like, now. It's completely yeah, different. It's they have different. so many different restrictions. But I knew during the time that I was campaigning, we wanted to do something different every single day. We even waited before we dropped certain photos. But I killed the game the following week because we were able to campaign for like two weeks. I can't, everybody had put everything out, all of their stuff. Nobody was doing anything new. When I dropped my billboard, hmm, they Ooh. wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> A billboard? What? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love hearing, like, the plans and the preparation because it shows how detail-oriented we as black women could be, can be. As someone who worked on the, on the campaign, Cece, tell me about a campaign that we were not that organized. We were not that organized. We were Yo, but we rocked that thing out, though. We were. There was no organization. There was no, you know what, the only, I think the only plan that I had, I looked around and I knew that the people that were not going to vote for me, I'm not going to change their minds right. about how they feel about me. I'm not um, your typical uh, polished beauty queen. So I was like, forget them. And I went to the people that nobody went to. I went to the smokers. like, And it's a lot of people on campus um, that smoke, quite honestly. I know this is like, you know, totally, um, but I'm, I'm just being honest. Usually those are people who are forgotten about. Nobody speaks to them. 
So I made it personable. Um, I went door to door to every single person. Like I didn't have, you know, a whole lot. So I got some condoms. I think I bought like <laughs> um, five or six boxes of black and gold condoms. And I put a sticker on it that said, don't slip. I got you. Got Cece. <laughs> that was my slogan. Got Cece, like got milk. Um, and I did like some airbrush posters with like every city, any basketball team I could think of. Um, so like when I went down the halls in the dorms, like all of, they had just giant posters that covered their whole door that were personalized and said, got CC, St. Louis, got CC. Um, and I tried to make it to where it was like cities, you know what I mean? So instead of just like one, like an entire city, it would look like had my back, but overall it was, it was dope. Um, I didn't have a lot. I think lack in creativity is what the that. As well as just um, my my sorors and frat brothers came through uh-huh. like no other. Um, yeah, it was beautiful. No, we had so much fun doing CC campaign um, because it was just like off the record. It was nothing was um, from the usual. It was not nothing traditional about it, man. In fact, I wanted to. I wanted to wear. You guys got your crown on. I was wanted to find my half face mask. Remember, CC, like Lonnie made so I wanted to wear my half mask in honor of uh, being a part of that, you know, regime and doing that uh, coordination. But I'm not sure how it is this year running and do you do all these creative creative campaigns and things like that. I know you talked about you guys raised money, but I'm sure you did something creative. So what stood out so differently about your rank as Miss uh, Alumni 2019-2020? Um, again, I think just the, the event um, and trying to be strategic in how you plan it and when the money is going to come and doing it piece by piece. So for uh, the very first thing that I did that year, the Lion King came out. And since we were to go to the Lions, I bought out a theater and we went, took over the pride lands. And so we yeah. a lot of money with that campaign. Um, not really a drinker, but I know people like wine. So I did a wine tasting for my birthday and then did a HBCU big hat and bow tie brunch, which was a great thing because we got a chance to um, honor different HBCU awardees from regardless to where they went to school as long as it was an HBCU. So we had all of these people in Central Arkansas coming to this event um, to highlight HBCUs, but the money was going to uh, UAPB Alumni Association. And then I raffled off a Louis Vuitton bag because I know a lot of women like nice bags. And so <laughs> that was a way for us to very quickly, and I was actually wanting to uh, raffle off a car, and I just, we just couldn't get the car <laughs> together, but I was trying to blow it out of the water in terms of raising money. <laughs> I had people that wanted to come um, and help. My campaign manager were two boys, and they came to me wanting to help with this campaign. And again, I don't know a lot about raising money, but both of them did. And to see women sit on the phone and just raise a thousand dollars, just calling people, amazed me. And I was like, I'm so glad they picked me to work with me. Mm-hmm. But it was just an amazing opportunity to uh, represent the university and and work with the alumni and just understanding a little bit more about the National Alumni Association. Okay, listen, that is just amazing just to hear kind of like the stories. It does take you back, uh, Tiny, as you as you mentioned, Queen, because you're thinking about all these memories and kind of the footprint. Um, that you left on on campus and some of that you still do in your current life and how you uh, success. So I certainly want to, you know, talk post-graduations with y'all and and, and jump away from 
during that time because I'm pulling at your memory strings and I'm sorry to do it to you, Queens. But if you're still looking good, that means your memory's intact. <laughs> but my last uh, question about you know during your your tenure and, and your campaign, where were you when you found out that you was Miss UAPB? Whoever want to take it? I want to hear from Angie, like because Angie is our our youngest queen on here, and um. This campus was so different now than it did from 03 and 04 and 05. So, like, Angie, like, were you sitting at, like, we can't say, like, were you sitting at the Douglas because I hope nobody's hanging at the Douglas. (laughs) 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 But, like, Angie, tell us, like, where were you when you found out that you had won? Y'all, I was so insecure. Like, so a little bit of backstory. I don't take up all y'all's time, but so I, like, the black experience in general was so foreign to me, even as a black person. I'm from Hot Springs. My mom was adopted. I didn't, we don't have cousins, none of that. So like sororities, catfish, like none of that. I didn't know what none of that was. (laughs) Welcome home, baby. Welcome home. (laughs) Honestly, that's what it was for me. It was like a home going. And so anyway, um, when I won, I actually was at my sorority sister, Kim. She ran unopposed for president because at that point, she ran, she won every campaign. Nobody even ran against her. So I went to her house because I didn't think I was going to win. Like, I thought I was just so unrelatable to people. You know what I mean? I thought everything I did was so embarrassing. I was told I talked too proper. I was stuck up, all these things. So I just didn't think anybody was going to vote for me. I ended up winning by 67%, though. And so I was at her house, y'all. I was just... I was dancing. I was praising the Lord. You know what I mean? I was, I was so excited. Um, but also, like, something that I did differently, I don't think I did anything differently in my campaign or in my reign. I really looked to the legacy of my former, I mean, my, you know, previous sister queens, because like I said, the whole HBCU experience was so different to me. But what I will say is um, I think a big reason why I was able to gather so much support when it came to winning Ebony is because to my knowledge, I was the first queen that competed in the National Black Collegiate Alumni um, Hall of Fame competition. Correct me if I'm wrong, but um, I really wanted UAPB to be seen in the same light as NCAT and Howard and all these other schools, because why not? I mean, I know alumni that's doing just as good as their alumni. So my big push, similar to you, Dr. Glover, was like, get the community involved. Like, let's take pr- let's take pride in not only what our school does, but where our school is, Pine Bluff, the legacy that is Pine Bluff. And so legacy, as y'all could tell, <laughs> was something that I just, I really cherished. Because like I said, it was more than just a title for me. It was me getting cousins and aunts and uncles that I never had before. So that was, yeah, where I was. <laughs> you know, that is just, that's a unique idea that I think that we we as black people, we lose that that connection sometimes. That we assume that all of us have a million cousins, and all of us have been to homecoming, and all of us have done this, and all of us have done that. But and the fact that you were able to come to UAPB, find those surrogate family members, find that that home, and everything like that, you were able to be at a sorority sister's house when you found out. That is. That is amazing. You actually, you have an amazing story. Like just me and you, like you, you have one of one of the most amazing stories to ever come out of UAPB. Um, CC, tell me where you were when you found out you were you went Wall Miss UAPB. 
I was sitting in my car in the parking lot of in front of the mailboxes, um, in front of the student union, um, with no shoes and socks on. <laughs> <laughs> Did you with not my, think you win? No, I didn't. With my foot hanging out the window, Kitty went in there to get the votes and to do the count. And um, I was just sitting in there, like, listening to the music, like, well, I mean, I did the best I could. <laughs> I'm right. talking myself down, you know what I mean? Um, and Kitty ran out, and she was like, you won! I was like, you're lying. <laughs> no, I didn't. She was like, you low, bitch, you low. <laughs> I was oh, my God, I didn't know what to do. Um, and me and Kitty celebrated right there in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, right. we are. Yeah, Man, uh, tiny. Pull them heart. Pull that memory, girl. Pull it. And <laughs> now, I want you to get ready to pull the memories. Tiny, tell me where you were, or if you if you can get it, pull it back. Tell me where you were when you found out that you went on Miss Shuey TV. I'm gonna tell y'all. Okay, are y'all do y'all remember Jefferson Square? No, Jefferson Square. Yeah. Okay, Chinatown, the the Chinese food restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> my sister went to count, do my count and all that kind of stuff because I know she was a bulldog. She was going to be watching over it for sure. And uh, me and my best friend, Teresa, uh, right, well, she was Rainy then. She's Mocha now, which was also uh, a Miss UAP. Well, she was the current Miss UAP at that time. I said, girl, listen, I planned this thing out. I prayed about it. We did. I did all I could. I'm kind of like Cece, like, okay, I did everything. I, I talked to everybody. I talked to the teams. I talked to, you know, and at this point, it's my second time. It's my last time. So I was like, girl, let's just go get something to eat, and it's just going to be <laughs> whatever it's going to be is what it's going to be. And my sister called me, and she told me I won. Of course, you know, we, we kind of like towed the place up a little bit. Not, not really, but, you know, we had a good time. We celebrated. So I was eating some Chinese food. <laughs> Same question. Um, my my story looks similar to that as well too. I, you know, I just got up with a game plan. Like I said, I did everything different from the previous campaign. I got up that morning, did a couple of classes, put a black suit on, like I was going to a press bench or something. I <laughs> I put a full black suit on, and I um I don't remember this restaurant name, but it was. It used to it, it's on the highway, uh, down from the mall. I think it was hooked to a hotel, but they would cook good soul food. I can't like mm. I said I can't remember the name, but it was you know it was really nice. And I went there by myself, and I was sitting there eating. And then Mike Washington and Dovey Burrow came, and they were just they were just so that because they could see the seriousness in my mind. They could see you know they was like Evelyn, calm down. We, we, <laughs> I was just there. I was there, but I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. And they, they they sat with me, and they really kind of got my mind off of it. And then, um, you know, I went home, and uh, I was staying at Piney Wood, too. <laughs> no. And um, I can't remember who was my – I think Millicent might have been my count person. Oh, I'm, I can't remember. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they called me. I had made it I had made it home, and they told me that I won. Wow. Yeah, where were you? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so really shameless plug. I actually campaigned for Miss UAPV at least 
a half a year before I actually won. I was <laughs> CeCe's um, Mrs. Senior because when my uncle was telling me to run, I was like, nobody knows me. They just know me, the golden girl with the braces. That's not going to get me to win Miss UAPC. That's not going to happen. <laughs> so I actually did a little side campaign and, uh, when I was Miss Senior, and I was able to do that. I sent water bottles with my face on it to the band, to the choir, and I just really did all these different things. But long story short, um, I pulled up at my aunt's house, and they called me, and she was screaming, Tam, you won, you won. You got 347 votes, and she got 506. I said, nay, that don't add up. I didn't win. I didn't win. I didn't win. It's hard to get people to come back for a runoff. So to have that many people come back for a runoff, it was crazy. And she was like, no, Tam, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You got 506 votes. You killed it. You won. You won. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, Mama, I won, Mama, I won. I was crying and everything because I was raised in a single-parent household. I wasn't supposed to be Miss UAPB. And when I tell you, I, I think what really made the students vote for me is because I was myself. And that's why I want to say big shout-out to the Sigmas and the Zetas because if it was not for them because I was non-Greek, I would not have been Miss UAPB. There were a lot of students. Like Cece mentioned, you have to go and talk to the non-traditional students. Those are the students, the freshmen, the Sigmas, the Zetas. They voted for me. They supported me because it it was unbelievable, but yeah, I was at my aunt's house and I literally threw up once they said I won. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> now that's super, uh, that's super dope. So, Ashia, what were you? Did they send you an email from the President Alumni Association? You know, you guys do things probably very politically correct. So you right. really had this big fanfare, but no, go ahead. What were you? I was actually at work. I was I was uh, off the clock, but I was in my office and uh, President of the Alumni Association for the West Bowers called me. And um, I knew the, the I knew the purpose of the call, and it was going to go one way or the other because they actually give give a phone call to both contestants. And my year, there was two people that was running it, which had been different um, for a while. So she called and she said that I won, and I was like, "Wait, say that?" Because I, I honestly didn't think that I was going to win just by some of the stuff that I was kind of seeing, and it didn't look like I was ahead in terms of money. Mm-hmm. When she said that I won, and she told me uh, the amount that I had raised, which was $30,245, which was a lot more than wow. raised in previous years. Um, and my contestant raised another 17000 so we raised almost $50,000 for that alumni campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I was sitting in my office, and I got up and walked outside to take the phone call, and I remember just standing in the, the parking lot jumping, and then I just started crying because I was like, I actually, I did it. I, I I did it. Um, UAPB is, is is just a different thing to me because I transferred to UAPB. I didn't start at UAPB. I started at a PWI. And so getting to UAPB and truly understanding how the HBCU experience worked. And when they say my HBCU changed my life, that's not a meme for me. That is literally what happened for me. So to get the opportunity to represent the Alumni Association was just a huge, like, thing you know so it was you know my son was just looking at me like what are you doing and I was like I, I won <laughs> I'm Miss Alumni I, I won yeah. Um, so yeah I, I was at work doing a grown up thing I was at that's work what's up. that's what's up are you well, from I Hot Springs too Miss yes I graduated from Hot Springs High um, yeah. I'm originally from Helena West Helena so southeast Arkansas um, again like uh of a race in a single parent home. So, you know, trying to figure this thing out for me um, was just different, but I always felt like I could do something big, just never knew what that was. And so this is one of the big things that I've been able to do for my um, 
alma mater. But yeah, I graduated from Hot Springs High, class of 93. And um, Hot Springs was a very different place. Um, when I moved from Helena. And I like how you just wrote out that 93, class of 93 yeah, this year. 93. Come on, Queen. Class Come on, Queen. Don't crack with them. Oh, my God. You don't crack um, with them. Yeah, yeah, 45 and very proud of it. So, Lord, let me live to see it. So, looking good, looking good. But yeah. just the things that, and the first time I ever went to UAPB was a um, college trip from Hot Springs. Our counselor would take us to homecoming every year. And so I just, I'm going to go and just see what it's like and, and fell in love with it, but was um, talked against going to an HBCU. So I did. Um, and then I just got to the point, I was like, they're graduating over there. My friends that started with me, they do four years and they're done. So I was like, I'm a transfer. And so I transferred. It was the cream of the crop. I'm serious. You- so tell me, Claire, what you want to do. Hey, you make me think. another edition of the Finesse Media Podcast. Join us again next week for the latest news from HBCU. Special guests and co-hosts. Thank you for listening to the Finesse Media Podcast. Thank you.